Welcome people, welcome people To another episode of Get Buckets Podcast I am your host, Coach Foster Yeah And we back I want to thank everybody that's been supporting me For the past three shows um, we come a long way Came a, came, a, came a long, long way Came a long way I can't, I can't be more excited of what I've been doing and how I've been giving back to the community. It feels good. It really, 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 really does feel good. Um, so yeah, we here, episode four. Um, like I said, thank you for everybody that's been listening, everybody that's been supporting me since day one, everybody that's been tuning in and giving me all the great feedback. That's truly, truly, truly appreciated. Um, so today we got my man Radio Raheem. Well. Raheem Radio Singleton on the show for people that don't know him in the Boston area. He goes by radio. Uh, probably one of the best, I would say, top one of the top tier in the city to ever um, to ever do it. And he's been playing professionally all over the world, um, literally all over the world. He's been to China, uh, Australia. I won't even say he played in the can- Canadian League a little bit. Got a little NBA, a little NBA experience. What the? Hold on. Let me see what's happening. Bear with me, people. I'm having a little brief technical difficulties, and we should be on right about now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got Raheem Radio Singleton. He's on Get Buckets Podcast with me, man. What's good, Brody? What's going on? Man, I appreciate you having me, man. Ain't nothing, man. Just chilling. Right, man. I appreciate you jumping on, man, while 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 I'm still, you know, counting pennies, man. I appreciate this for real, for real. Appreciate you having me, man. Where, where you at? You you're not in the city, man. I, I know you got see pictures and everything. Hills yeah, I'm, I'm in Florida, man. I'm in Florida right now. I'm coaching at this little post grad. Uh right now I decided instead of this year of playing, I just didn't feel comfortable leaving to go overseas over the water this year. So I decided to stay stay in, in the States and, you know, take a dibble and dabble into coaching and see how I like it, see if it works, you know, see what I like, what I don't like about it from when I'm done playing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, do you like it? Because I know I coach and I love it. Yeah, no. Nah, I mean, I, I, I've always – I always do stuff when I'm home, you know, working with the kids and mm-hmm. stuff like that. That's always been a passion of mine. I mean, I feel like for me, I've always wanted to – you know, help kids like myself, you know what I mean? Like, you that's know what I mean? It's the kids that, you know, not a lot of people in their corner, you know, grinding and try to figure out a way out of the situation and their circumstance. And mm-hmm. just, you know, like, you know what I mean? I know for me, if it wasn't for basketball, who knows where I'd be right now. So same thing mean? for me, man. Same, same thing for me. You, you already know how that goes, man. Not being from the hood and all this stuff going around is crazy. We could have got caught up in – I could have been like uh, Pablo. I could have been Don Escobar or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy how, like, like just the game of basketball can, like, take you to, like, so many different places. And it's, it's, it's just it's just crazy. But uh, I want to bring it all the way back to, like, where you – you 06, right? Class of 06? We're going to start from the beginning. 07. 07? Yeah. Oh, damn. So I got, like, three years on you then. Damn. Yeah, oh, class of 07. So, um, I remember way back, like, I must have been like, 
like in my college years, I know that Madison had like a basketball documentary or something like that. Yeah, no, it's still a thing. Uh, it's called Push Madison versus Madison. That was my senior year. Uh, yeah, they highlighted our senior year. How did y'all do? How did y'all do that senior year? Your senior year? How, how did that go? Number one team in the state. Mm. You know, season undefeated season. Um, we just had we was fighting team issues the whole year, man. Uh, a lot of little stuff, man. You know, like me, me being from academies, Malik being from He Street. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we. I mean, like it was just one of those things, man. Like, I mean, I was more like in, about basketball, but you know, it was. I mean, it was just a double edged sword, man. It's, it's one of those things that, like, you know, I mean, we was young, and you know, we just like little stuff, man. And it was one of those things where jealousy and different stuff. Just we just. We ended up losing the Easty and the Cities. Now, and who was on that team? Cyrus and them was on that team, right? No, nah, East Boston had uh, Aaron, like Fresh, Jeff okay. Cannon, um, you know, those dudes, Tyrone, I think. Yeah, they, 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 they had a high team, man. But it was just, you know what I mean? We we kind of, like, we just didn't, when it came down to it, like winning time, winning time, the regular mm-hmm. season. You know what I mean? We was able to get over the hump, but, you know what I mean? We was just still battling those battles between ourselves, you know, letting the whole okay. and other stuff get in between, you know, our chances of winning the championship. The, the, the hood politics, the hood politics. Now, I know you, you go back and forth in the city, but do you feel like those same hood politics is – taking place now like back then or you think some of that is like kind of like what got watered down and like got washed away man i think i think some of it is so it's so crazy now because like now the time we live in like now it's so crazy you don't know who got beef no more like i yeah. come you'll, you'll be gone for a minute come back and it's like oh we cool with them now but we got beef with them now or mm. you know what I mean? like the beef it's like crazy, but over the years after like, you know what I mean, stuff that like I grew up into, like, you know what I mean? We grew up having problems with East Street and, you know, stuff like that. To where now it's like, oh now we kinda cool with East Street, but we got beef with these people. It's like, you know what I mean? And that's kinda like why for me it was like, man, like we sitting here beefing over stuff we don't own. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I grew up in like I don't you know what I mean, I'm never ashamed about being from academies, but at the same sense, you know what I mean? Like, we killing, shooting, you know what I mean? Doing all this stuff to each other over something we don't own and that, you know what I mean? It, they don't care about us there either. Like, you know what I mean? They ain't hesitating to, to evict us and move us out of there. So we fighting for something that, that we got no claim to other than that's where we represent because that's where we grew up. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. All right. Like man, listen, we can sit here talk about that all day, but some some people really don't get it, man. It's just like basketball really brought a lot of people together. I know that some of my friends that went to like some friends that went to like um like Eastie and we were from Rosendale and they knew they had beef for certain people, whatever the case may be, just because you was on a ball team, that like made everyone kind of like come together. And be like a family, so that it was just like, once we in school, we ain't got no beef. But once three thirty hits, you yeah. on your own. Nah, it's crazy, man. But like to think about it. But if you if we really think about it, like the first the person that really started to do that and was like super like, like super like successful with it was Jack at Charlestown. 
Dudes from everywhere, like every hood. Like, dudes, yeah. dudes from every hood. Like, you know what I mean? I remember, I'll never forget one day, hood, my cousin Jason White, hood come back around the way with, with Lee Royal from OP. And dudes, yeah. nah, he can't be around here. Like, and they was real friends. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? But nah, he from OP. Like, we gonna let him, you know what I mean, get up out of here, because, you know what I mean, because that's your man's, but like, yeah. nah, he's not coming around here. <laughs> so it's like, it's little stuff that like, you, like, you know what I mean? Like, you'd be surprised, but it's just like, like, you know I mean, I feel like Charlestown, from my knowledge, from when, like, when I was around, was the first one that was really like, successful in mm-hmm. having dudes from every hood. Like, they legit had a, one of the yeah. from every yeah. one, like yeah, I, don't, you know, I, I still don't know how Jack did that. Permission, this person, like you know, what I mean, from the point, like it was literally everybody from everywhere that got beef, and they was all on the same team. With no, with no beef, with no beef on the team, you know what I mean? But yeah. it's just crazy. That yeah, that is that is that is that. Now that you're saying that, I'm thinking about like, damn, yeah, Charlestown was loaded though. It was because why not? You got the best of every hood. Yeah, yeah. You got the best from every hood on one team. Did y'all play them? And when y'all when you was in high school, they was but like so my by the time my senior year, I mean they had Paul, mm-hmm. they had, um, Ray Vaughn and um like Shabazz. Mm-hmm. Um, well, no, my senior year, Paul had went to prep. They had Paul in my junior year, so mm-hmm. we had beat them my junior year one time. With Paul Bernard and them, and then my senior year was like Ray Vaughn, uh, Shabazz, and all of them. So, uh, but yeah, nah. Um, I'm gonna say Baz was like in the tenth grade, huh? Wasn't he? he was a younger. He was young. Baz was uh, I think Baz was either Baz might have been a junior, a sophomore, or he was a junior. Then he reclassified. He was okay, like okay. there or something behind me before he he reclassified. So, okay, okay. So and then. After you, you did your thug thizzle at Madison, how many trips you got? One or two? I I didn't win at Madison. No, nah, nothing. At Madison, just we just got the regular season, the regular season title. Okay. Um, for going undefeated all season, but we lost in the city championship. Um, and then uh, my junior year, we we lost in the South Sectional Finals Dang. to AG and them. So. Okay, okay. I just had him on the podcast not too long ago. He told me about that. Yeah, we lost to AG and them in the South Sectional Finals uh, at UMass Boston. So yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I think I, I think I want to went to that game too. And then I, after that, you we had UMaine. So how how did how did that go? Like how 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 was your like recruiting process being like from Madison? Like man. How, how was that? Like, how many schools was at you, or was it just you, you man, and you was just like, I'm running with it? Nah, man, it was crazy, man. It was a grind for me. I mean, I had an offer out of high school. Like, mm-hmm. I had an offer out of Madison to go to East Tennessee State. Okay. Um, Tommy Hubbard, uh, Sleepy's older brother, he was he, he was going to East Tennessee State. The coach came to watch him play in the play and save tournament, and they played us. Mm-hmm. I was cooking, and the coach <laughs> he came with Leo, and I, you know, I mean, I was playing with Boss Hogs, I believe, and he was like, "Yo, who, who's that kid?" Like, "Oh yeah," so then they was just was recruiting me, but I, but I was already planning on going to prep, so I never took my, I didn't take my SATs because I was like, "I'm gonna just wait until I get to," because you know, Madison a trade school, so we got yeah. one week of academics, one week of trades, mm-hmm. so like. 
You know what I mean? So I was already kind of like, I didn't feel comfortable, like, oh, I'm going to take this test. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, so long story short, man, I I ended up, like, I'm knocking out my SATs. Like, I, the SATs that I signed up for was, like, the Saturday after graduation. Dang. So, like, I forgot about it. So, like, I'm, like, celebrating for graduation. My alarm go off a random Saturday. I'm like, oh, shit, I got SATs. I was living, like, Franklin Field at the time. Damn. I had to Franklin Field. To the king, because you know the 28, 22, all the buses run mad slow on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. I ran all the way to the king middle school. That's where the test was at. Damn. Test out, get to that last section. They like, ah, right, you know, take your break. You know what I mean? I just put my head down on the table, fell asleep. <laughs> so I missed the score I needed to match my grade point. I was by like twenty five points or some shit. Damn. Like, so like now it's like, damn, back to the drawing board type deal. Um, so I ended up going to prep school. I went to uh, Lawnberg Institute. That's the yeah. same prep school that Antonio Anderson went to. Okay, okay. Where's yeah. that at? Based it's of- in North Carolina. So okay. uh, I was supposed to go to Notre Dame prep. The coach the coach took the job at Duquesne. Uh, the head coach that was there for Mike Beasley took the job at uh, Notre Dame prep. The new coach tried to make me pay. So I was like, man, fuck that. I ain't paying. And then Aaron, my fresh, didn't have a school. Cause he had to, he had to go prep because he wasn't gonna be able to get a waiver because he got kept back. Mm. So they, the coach was kind of like, "Yo, look, we'll take you and your boy." You know what I mean? If y'all come here, so I was like, "Fuck it!" Like me and Aaron was playing AAU together since freshman year. I'm like, "Fuck it!" Yo, Why not? Lawrenceburg. So we did that. How was that over there? Lawrenceburg was all right until you know what I mean the politics hit. Man, we uh we was playing well, whatever. Like we, me and Aaron ended up switching teams, playing on the other team, and so Cal. So that team with Memphis, they had like three dudes. They had, you know I mean, like Antonio, excuse me, Dorsey and Dozier that all played with D Rose. Mm-hmm. Three of their starters, um, they all went to Longburg. So Ooh. he was gonna get. So they had. He had took. Cal had already took like their starting five when mm. they was, and took them all with him to Memphis. So, you know, what I mean, the headmaster's like, look, Cal want like y'all to go to Memphis, like y'all hold starting five on that team. And so, like, my mom was, like, sick at the time. And I went to the home. I had URI on the table. So, I was, like, you know, talking to Coach Pat Scurry. He's now the head coach at Townsend, I believe. So, he's Mm -hmm. like, look, you can come with us. Like, you can come over to URI. Like, you know what I mean? We already want you. So, I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to URI. Like, I don't want to go to Memphis. Like, because we knew Tyreek Evans was going there. We had played against him that year. And I'm just like, man, look, I'd rather go to different too. Yeah, I was like, I'd rather go to Rhode Island. Just not just knowing that, like, if all five of us go, three of us not going to play. Two right. of us make the rotation, but, like, you know what I mean? So I'm like, man, I ain't trying to go to Memphis or, you know what I mean? So the headmaster was tight. Like, you know what I mean? Since you don't want to do what I'm what I'm saying, it'll be like you never went here. So here I go. I done got my SAT score that I needed to go with my grade point average from high school. And when the clearing house, he never sent nothing to the clearing house Saying Wait, that I hold was, up, hold up, hold up, hold up. This is yeah. the headmaster, bro. The headmaster of the school, bro. I'm like, I can't make this shit up, man. He never sent nothing to the clearinghouse that said I was enrolled in school there because I, you know, what I mean, because we didn't want to go to the school he wanted us to go to. You know what I mean? So, damn. Curry got the job at went to Providence, and he's like, mm-hmm. oh, "They're still recruiting you. We gonna send you to JUCO." 
we're going to send you to Monroe. He's like, I'm going to send you to Monroe in, in upstate New York. They're looking for a point guard. I know the coach. Send you there for a year, and then you can come to Providence. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. The year I get to Monroe is the year they made the rule that if you go to junior college, mm. you got to stay two years and graduate to accept a Division One scholarship. Mm-hmm. So that was the year they made that. So I was only supposed to be there for a year. Yeah. Here I am, like, oh, I'm about to go ahead for a year, do my thing, get out. Now I got to stay two years if I want to go D1. So, you know what I mean? My shit was a grind. And when I decided to go to Maine, it's crazy. Because, like, I mean, even with that, like, I had 16 different Division One offers at JUCO. Like, mm-hmm. my senior year, like, I had, I mean, my, my sophomore year at JUCO. But, like, I had the biggest school I had, the first offer I got was, like, from Georgetown. Mm-hmm. But... I didn't want to go to Georgetown. They ran a flex offense, like point guards in that system. You just pass it, go to the corner. Like people that go somewhere from Georgetown is wings and big men. Mm-hmm. That's that's what that's what they known for. They run a flex, wings and big man eating that. See, I like how you just said like you got that offer from Georgia or from what that school, and then you basically did your homework and were just like, wait a minute, this ain't this ain't gonna fit me. Nah. I see a lot. I see a lot of kids now just like. Well, because now everything's for the name. Everything's yeah, yeah. So then I had Wichita State and Virginia okay. with my other two big schools. And Wichita State, I was definitely, like, ready to go. Like, yeah, I signed right now. You know <laughs> what I mean? But they kind of had, like, they had a senior point guard, and then they had, like, a combo guard. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they had, like, they was they had only had one scholarship, and they really wanted me. But then when the combo would play well, they were and they kind of had bigs that was getting injured. They was kind of like Maybe we should get another big instead of a guard. So what I didn't like about it was they called me when they like, yeah, we want you to recruit. We still trying to get you. And then when they when they decided that they was gonna get a big, they would call my coach mm. and tell him the bad news. And I'm like, yo, I don't think I want to play for somebody that can't tell me the good and the same feeling with Virginia. So I was like, you know what, man, like. Nah, you know what I mean? And then some of the other, like a lot of the other schools, like I was young, man. I was eliminating schools for dumb reasons. Like <laughs> I'm looking at teams like, oh, they don't got their name on the back of their jersey. <laughs> like, no, that's, 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 that's typical Hooper stuff, though. It's because, it you know what I mean? It's my vision, man. Like when you yeah. think of college basketball, this was my dream. So this is something I'm sitting there and I envisioned it how I envisioned it. You know what I mean? So it was like, you know what I mean? So I'm eliminating school. They mascots a penguin. No way. Like, <laughs> go back to the hood and give out penguin T-shirts with a skull. They're going to look at me crazy. But, um, but yeah, so, but now Maine is crazy. Like, I went through a tough time at JUCO. Like, at Nationals and, like, you know what I mean? Just, like, a tough time. And so, like, I was at school, man, like, on a rampage, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Juco, like, not just, like, mad about how Nationals went, mad about certain stuff that was going on. And the head coach had – the head coach of Maine on the last day of the recruiting period, he went to call to have, like, a regular conversation with my moms. And she was like, look, I, I can't I can't really talk to you right now. Like, my son's just not in a, is in a tough space. Mm-hmm. He drove from Maine – all the way to my JUCO, which is like a 12 and a half hour drive on the last day of the recruiting period. So when he did that, I was kind of like, you a lot. That shows you a lot. The assistant, this the head coach. So I was like, you know what? This is the kind of guy that this is the guy I'm gonna play for. If he's gonna do that, 
because mm-hmm. he was dealing with a tough time, and I guess Maine's where I'm going to go. You know what I mean? And he had a 100% graduation rate. For me, That's it was big. like, man, I definitely got to graduate. You know what I mean? Like, so that was more real big, it. though. Yeah. Some people don't, some, I'm, I'm not gonna say any names, but I know a couple of youngers that are just going to the school just for the name, and they're not even looking at like the graduation rate. Even though some of these big universities have a good graduation rate, I just want I, I asked one kid, what is that basketball team graduation rate? Yeah, you can't even answer that question for me. He's like, man, I don't know, I don't know. I'm just going to the school. They're giving me money. I'm just like, I, I, I get it, but are you gonna fit that system that they're talking about over there? And some yeah. people don't get that part. It's the system part. If you don't get a system, you're done. Yeah. You're done. But uh, all right, so you over at UMaine, you do your thing over there. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. But before, before, before you went to UMaine, yeah, you was you like third team for at, at Monroe or all team all American over there, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, like I said, it was political, man. Like in Monroe, we was my sophomore year. We was the number one team in the nation, D two, uh, in D two JUCO. Like, you know what I mean, like. I remember we had to play. I was at Bunker Hill. I remember we had to play Monroe. I was like, why the hell are we even playing them? First, we beat the Fashion Institute. We went there. Yeah. I don't know why we even played them. We smacked them around. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm on my high horse. Them dudes came out six six at the guard. I'm just like, oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, nah. I think y'all probably played. Y'all probably played the team. The y'all probably played the one uh, Wesley Perryman went to in the Bronx. Yeah, so that's what was that. We played, you played at the one in the Bronx. I went to the one in uh, in Rochester, New York, and upstate. Oh, but okay. a quick story about that. So, Wes, Wes, was, Wes went there, so he's telling his coach, like, you know what I mean? When he heard I'm trying to go Juco, he's telling his coach, like, yo, yo, you got to get radio. Like, he a tough guard, you know what I mean? He from the city, whoop-de-whoop. Like, yo, love him. Coach looked at me like, ah, oh, he's too little. Other guard we getting is better. Da-da-da-da. So, you know, so when I got to Monroe, to my Monroe, I told my coach, like, yo, whatever you do, we got to put Monroe on the schedule. Like, put them in. So we had like a pre a preseason tournament, Pete Pavia. I'm like, yo, put Monroe in the schedule. That's kind of that's how I got a lot of my looks. So like mm. we played, so we played Monroe first game of the Pete Pavia. They had this dude AJ that he actually went to. He's seven footer. Excuse me. We had I had played against him AAU in the gym rat because mm-hmm. he played the team Odom. Okay. And they had beat us because dudes on my team. We ain't going. We ain't going. Put dudes under the bus, uh, Sleepy and Aaron. Playing <laughs> head free throws. I'm losing to them. But, you know what I mean? So then AJ played at American Christian with Tyreek Evans. Okay, okay. So, you know what I mean? And then he ended up having to go Juco. So, you know what I mean? So we so AJ's on that team. So, like, they coach, you know what I mean, had said, oh, I wasn't good enough to play for them. So you already know me. I had a chip on my shoulder. Like, yeah, I'm trying to cook them. Mm. So we played them. The first game of our tournament, the Pete Pavia, I finished with like 29, mm. 12, and 13. Mm. He was on your back after, huh? We beat them. Nah, so so after we beat them, so the coach, like I never forget the coach was like, dang, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, yeah, you said I wasn't you I wasn't good enough. I wasn't better than none of your guards. Da, 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 da. He's like, Man, you you know what? You right, da, 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 da. I swear a coach called him. 
And he was he told the coach right there, he said, yo, listen, if you're looking for a guard, my guards aren't the guards you're looking for. There's a kid at the other Monroe that you need to be recruiting. He just gave our guys the business. Mm. I kid you. And after that, like, the phones just start buzzing. Buzzing. That's what's up, though. That's what's up. That's what's up. And, like, you, y'all was the number one, like, team at, over at Monroe for yeah. what, two years, two years, right? Nah, my yeah, my, my my we went to the nationals both years, but my sophomore year we was the number one team in the state. Like we lost only two games Damn. to the team, uh, and but we beat them in the in the conference in the conference championship. So the team team that we lost to was the Airy. It was the Airy CC Airy Community College, and mm. they had the kid. He had this big kid that went to St. John's, guard gift. This African kid, like the coach was like a big African dude, and he had the African connect, but they had this kid, God's gift. That's his name. And that was he went, name? Yeah, he went to St. John's after that. So Okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. Then we then, then we boom, we make that transition. We over at UMaine. Now you over there holding it down. Yeah. Um, do your thug thizzle. And uh, one thing I I want to highlight is you did make the dean's list over there. Yeah, yeah. I graduated. So I, I always, every year, every time I went to school, I always, uh, you know what I mean, did well in grades ever since, like, think middle school was the last time I got bad grades. So it wasn't even bad grades. Like, I, I got, I was just too smart for my own good, man. And my teachers taught me a, taught me a lesson, man. Like, you know what I mean? They made me sit out. And then, like, I didn't really love basketball at that point. You know what I mean? I just kind of played it because I was an athlete. And, you know what I mean? It was keeping me out the streets. But. I, like I had to sit, even though I was on the team in middle school. Like they, like my eighth grade year, I couldn't play until the second semester. And you know, in middle school, second semester is only like you got like Three two games. games left by the time the next marking period's over. But my coach was like, "Nah, you won this team, so like until you get your grades up, you still going to come to practice, go to games." And that year, I had to sit out and watch it. Like that's when I started to realize how much I really was missing it. Because now I'm over there, and I'm like. Damn, dog. I'm trying to sneak out from practice. Like, yo, I'm not, I'm not playing anyway. He meeting me at Ashmore. Like, nah, you got practice. Where you going? Damn. <laughs> you know what I mean? So after that, I was just like, you know what? Grades are never going to be something. I can't participate in something if I want to because of grades. I'm too smart to not. You know what I mean? So when I graduated at UMaine, uh, I had I didn't have nothing less than a 3.0. Yeah. You made Dean's List, uh, UMaine. <laughs> Academic bronze medalist, senior yep. captain your senior year. Yeah, got some good accolades over there. Okay, I know you hit them. I, yeah. I keep trying to tell people, man, you hit them books, man. Everything else will come easy. Man, I think I think that's a, you know what I mean. A lot of people don't look at that, man. For me, it was like you know what I mean. My main thing was when I started thinking about going to college was being able to get the free education. When I heard you could go to school for free to play basketball, that's when I kind of like locked in the basketball and was like, you know what? This is how I'm gonna get to school. Mm-hmm. Facts, facts. That's what's up, though. That's de- that's definitely, definitely, definitely what's up. Um, so how did you mango? How how was the trans? Not the transition, but the like. I, I always ask people that went to do different colleges and play basketball. Like yeah. you played basketball at Monroe, right? Then you yeah. played basketball at UMaine. What 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 what's what was night and day like? What was the difference? Basketball is is basketball, man. I mean, I and then even like JUCO is more of a grind, 
more, you know what I mean, gritty, where in college sometimes you start to realize, like, there's politics, you know what I mean? Like, JUCO is like everybody trying to get the same thing, trying to get an offer, trying to get through whatever. And then, like, you know what I mean, university, like, you hear, but then you realize, like, you know what I mean, there's dudes that, you know what I mean, that's supposed to be good or that they want to be good. You start to see that some dudes ain't as good as you thought they was. Because you see them on TV all the time, you think sometimes you might be like, all right, this dude got to be out this world. And then you play against him, you're like, hold on, he's not, he not, he not that good. Like, he's not better than me. Or I think this dude that play at this at smaller school is better than him. It's better than Okay, yeah. I mean, but, you know what I mean? It's a lot of politics. But I think for me, the adjustment from Maine, from, from you know what I mean, from Monroe to Maine, it was just different. Like, you know what I mean? Like, being black and being from the hood and, like, you know what I mean? Like, just being there, it's like, you know what I mean? It was like a shell shock. You know what I mean? I went through crazy, crazy experiences, partly because of some of my, like, you know what I mean, my teammates. And, you know what I mean? Like, it was crazy because, like, I went into a situation thinking, like, all right, I'm ready to be here. You know what I mean? Whatever. And it was, like, kind of like our parents, like, my teammates' parents traveled to all the games. Mm-hmm. Like, they kind of just was like, all right, if my, my kids got scholarships, they probably had, you know what I mean, scholarship fund money put aside for them, mm-hmm. like, college fund for them. And, you know what I mean, was just like, I'm going to use this to go to all the games. Like, so, like, but, like, one of the parents, you know what I mean, his mom's just didn't, didn't rock with me. Yeah. I guess, nah, not at all. But because of, because, like, her son, like we had, we had probably he probably was one of the best catch and shoot guys in the nation. He's probably still up there for like three point field goal percentage or something of, of the of the of this one of my wings. But you know what I mean? He was kind of like a Carlton Banks. I don't know how I don't know how else I could. No, nah, you're right. I, I, I get it. But like, uh, but like, so like he was the type of dude that like we could win and he have a bad game and he'll be heated. And we can lose and have a good game and he'll be on cloud nine. Yeah, uh, no, I don't like those dudes. So, you know what I mean? So, but like, you know what I mean? The other point guard that I came in, so like we had a point guard in my class, but they didn't think he was good enough. That's why they recruited me. Mm. They didn't think he was good enough to be a starting point guard at that level. So they recruited me. And now, no, not to Drew, tough. You know what I mean? Like he could play, but you know what I mean? He was just little. You know what I mean? And, you know what I mean? They recruited me. So, the, like his mom didn't like that. She was kind of like the leader of all the parents. Mm. Like Gerald, because Drew just didn't. Gerald, Drew just give Gerald the ball. Gerald do him. So Gerald was our leading scorer, our leading everything at first. When I like leading scorer anyway. Mm-hmm. But when I got there, you know what I mean. I I made it. We started playing a little bit faster. Like you know what I mean. They did a lot of half court set, but mm-hmm. we you know we picking up the tempo. We had some, we had some dope bigs that you know what I mean still playing pro to this day. This dude Troy Barney, he's, he's a beast. You know what I mean. Actually, I brought him to uh, Russia's tournament. I think the last year Russ had his tournament before all this COVID. I brought him to Russia's tournament. Uh-huh. You know I mean, had him hooping with me or whatever. But I mean, but like he he ran the floor like a gazelle, played hard. So you know what I mean, pick and roll with me and him, it was crazy. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? So a lot of so what happened was, you know what I mean, Troy became like our our best scorer, you know what I mean? And it was kind of like a one, two, one, two, three punch. And he, you know what I mean, he wasn't feeling his mom wasn't feeling that, he wasn't really feeling that. So the mom just was kind of convincing the other parents that like I was somebody I wasn't. Mm. So like I never forget we played uh Utah Valley State and 
when we played Utah Valley State, it was my first Division One game at Utah Valley State. And so, like, we was down to, like, seven seconds, eight seconds on the clock. I ain't hit a, like, a pull-up was my game at my coming into my uh, junior year. That was my shit. Mm-hmm. So, I ain't hit a jump shot all game. I mean, I got some buckets. I was playing decent. I didn't have a bad game, but I just didn't hit my, my normal pull-up. So my coach threw up a play, come off this ball screen. If Gerald's open, of course, kick it to Gerald. If not, you know, just come off the ball screen, make a play. Mm-hmm. Came off the ball screen, Sean went under. So I'm like, oh, this is my shot. This is my big shot. Yeah. shot to go to overtime. So I make that. Boom. We get to overtime. I run that same play, the first three possessions. Mm-hmm. Mid-range, 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 game over, right? After the game, the parents are saying, Good game. The dudes who didn't even take off their warm-up, but didn't say a word to me. Oh, damn. And I'm looking around. I'm like, oh, like, I'm like lost. Like, yo, did I do something? Like, like what did I do? What's going on? Like, it, it was crazy, man. Damn. Like, so, you know what I mean? Like, that was the type of, you know what I mean, stuff I was up against. And, like, I'm just, like, you know what I mean, fighting that battle and feeling like, dang, like, this is what the coach recruited me into. It's like I didn't I didn't recruit me. The coaches recruited me. So like if you parents feel some type of way about me, why y'all not mad at the coach? Because y'all mm-hmm. like you or because you know what I mean? Like y'all making it seem like I asked to be here. Like I was just like, nah, I'm coming there. You know what I mean? Like I got recruited to be here. So don't be right. taking out of me. I'm just a a kid that's trying to live his college dream. You know what I mean? So uh, you know what I mean? I luckily, you know what I mean, being from Roxbury, tough skin and just being still able to, you know what I mean? I'm here to do that. I ain't here to make them happy. But right, facts, it, was, facts. it was tough, man, knowing, you know what I mean, that you got all these people that's even supposed to be on your side against you. You know what I mean? It was tough. Yeah, well, if they're listening, I'm about I'm about to I'm about to ring off some names. They they're gonna get even more mad. So Paul George, John yeah. Kent, Kent Bazemore, Kawhi Leonard, Brandon Clark, Damian Lillard. And then we got Raheem Singleton. The reason why I named them is the reason why I named them first because you're on this list with these people as 2010, 20 from 2010 till now as the most competitive player for their college. And then when I've seen this, it's a university name, and your name was right there. So now they're gonna be even more mad when they hear this. Like you're on this list with all these NBA greats. Right. As like one of like the best players to ever walk through the halls of UMaine. Did you know that? Nah. Uh, that's that was that's something that's news to me. Like, I mean, I mean, I, I just feel like for me, I just wanted to, you know, I me mean, going to Maine, I wanted to change the culture. You know what I mean? You know, what I mean like a lot of the American East schools started to recruit me once they knew I got interest from Maine and different stuff like that. So it was just one of those things they kept telling me off to hockey school, you know, this and that. But, like, my first year, my junior year there, like, for the first half of the American East, we was the number one team. Like, the first half of the season, you know what I mean? Enough was one in the first half of the season. But for that team, we, we didn't lose, really lost to Hartford. We beat everybody else in our conference, BU, Vermont. We beat all these teams that was on a pedestal. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, we beat them, you know what I mean, the first go-round. So, you know what I mean? From from Maine to be amongst the bottom pack, we was at the top of the league at that at that point. And I mean, we still 
finished, you know what I mean, decently in a decent seed. But, like, you know what I mean? It was just, like, we went from being just a hockey school to them being like, all right, this team is actually all right. Okay, okay, that's what's up. I, I, I had to let you know. I don't, I don't know if you knew that, but I didn't even. I, that, that was news to me, man. You might have to send me wherever you seen that. At, you might have to send me that I link. Got I got you. It's it's for like it's like basically like all the best dudes that ever went to like one of these mid major schools. And there's some names on that list, and then yeah. I was going through it. I was like, oh shit, hold on, wait a minute, radios on there? Okay, then okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, but, I think, but I think that speaks volumes more or less to even like what I was able to do after college. I mean, nobody, you know, I mean, I played my senior year with a stress fracture in my leg. You know, what I mean, a lot of people didn't even know that. Like, so I played my whole senior year hurt. But just because for me, it was like I was thinking about sitting out to transfer, but I wasn't thinking like, oh, I'm going to be doing grad school. I'm like, man, I don't want to really do a whole nother year of school. I'm trying to get to this money. Mm -hmm. I'm my family out. So. You know what I mean? I'm already in college. You know what I mean? Sending home my Pell Grant money to, you know what I mean, help moms and out with the rent and shit like that. So, yeah. like, man, if I could go, you know what I mean, go play pro, you know what I mean? I, I might, I got to play through this injury, get through this season, and, you know what I mean, get out, get to the money. So, all right, boom. So, you graduate. So, yeah. I, was, I was talking to, um, early before. He says, when you're a senior and you, and you graduate, they automatically throw you in a draft. Not, I mean, yeah, they they yeah, they put your name. You get on all the little like draft lists and all that stuff. You know what I mean? They put your name out there, but I mean, for me, like I said, my numbers was down from my junior year to my senior year because I was playing hurt, mm -hmm. and not a lot of people knew. But so for me, it was like I had just got back healthy, so I wasn't even really like. I mean, first I was I wasn't really thinking about the NBA. I was just thinking about trying to get some bread. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, all right, like I'm gonna go overseas. I'm gonna try to get overseas and then see what happens from there. Mm -hmm. um, what was your first stop? Your first stop up, uh, up the street, Canada, right? Nah, um, shoot. Before my first stop, uh, my first year out. Uh, excuse me, I played in the. Uh, I was out a brief stand in the G League. The G League, yeah, you wasn't in the G League. I went to an open tryout. You know, what I mean, at Hell Point. It was just an open tryout. They tried to, you know, they thought they were doing like a publicity stunt because they like, oh, he's a Boston kid. And he went to the University of Maine, trial for the Red Claw, you know what I mean? Trial for the Red Claws is it's like the best of both worlds. Mm -hmm. They just was bringing me there as a publicity stunt. But if in my mind, I'm like, shoot, I'm coming here to get yeah. invited to training camp. Went there, you know what I mean? Played well at the open tryout, got an invite to training camp. Got the training camp, and I'm like, dude, like, I'm making this team. Like, I'm just, I'm here, I'm locked in, you know what I mean? And that was my mindset. I never looked at it as a publicity stunt. And at the end of the training camp, you know what I mean? They offered me a contract to, to stay. And, you know what I mean? I was on the roster for like four games, all DMPs, but like, you know what I mean? It got hit with politics. Yeah. You know what I mean? Austin Ains, Danny Ains' son was the GM, never seen me play, and was just like, all right, we're going to cut him. Because we're gonna get a guy that has a better resume. It's like, dude, how do you expect my resume to be good? I just got out of school. Obviously, I was good enough to make the team over the guys y'all drafted that had a better resume and other dudes that was here. Mm. But you know, it's a lot of politics. So I got hit with politics hard, and you know what I mean. Got invited on a tour to Russia. Mm. Went on a tour to Russia, and ended up being asked to stay. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, so when I went on the tour, one of the teams seen me in the second division and was just like, look, man, we want you to stay and finish the season with us. You know what I mean? So the toughest thing for me was when I went there, you know what I mean? I was playing well, had a great season, had to finish out the season and play well. Um, but it was just that the fact that, like, I just didn't embrace being in Russia. Like, I was still, still mad that I was in, wasn't in the G League. Wasn't really, like, I didn't do nothing with my team other than practicing games. I would go back to my apartment. So, like, at the end of the season, not knowing, you know I mean, I'm, this is my first time overseas. So, not knowing how they look at things overseas. So, at the end of the season, I'm going to have a meeting with the team, you know, your exit meeting or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking they, you know what I mean, the owners and them, they like, you know what I mean, they like I had good numbers. They about to tell me, like, you know what I mean, we want to sign you for next year and whatever. So I'm going and they like, look, man, on the court, as a basketball player, we love you. No issue. But off the court, like your team say, they don't like you. They say you don't hang out with them. You refuse mm -hmm. to do anything. And they like, yo, you couldn't, you've been in Russia for two months and you can't even tell me anything about Russia. And I'm like, damn, I started damn. thinking like on my flight damn. home, I'm like, I was thinking about all the shit they saying because I'm like, yo, really, I got cut because I didn't hang out with dudes and, like, wasn't, like, trying to enjoy Russia. It was cold. It was super cold there. And I was, <laughs> like, you know, I've been through all type of cold, too. Like, you know what I mean? I, yeah. went from, I went from Boston to upstate New York, from upstate New York to Maine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then now to Russia. But it was just like, I was just like, man, I'm just here to – to play basketball. I'm not here for to make friends and do all the other stuff. Yeah. Then after I left there and I got, you know what I mean? They basically didn't bring me back. And none of the other teams did because, you know, the locals talk. They like, yo, yeah, he's, he can play, but he just don't want to be part of a team. Like, you don't want to be around guys. I'm not signing you know, autographs, not taking pictures. Autographs and stuff that I had to, but, like, other than that, like, it was just like, yo, I'm going back to the apartment. So, you know I mean, I was like, you know what, from now on, if I'm going to continue to play and, you know what I mean, be a pro, it's like everywhere I go, I'm going to actually, like, you know what I mean, embrace being there. I'm going to actually take the time and enjoy it, you know what I mean, and be able to find out different things about it and actually be embedded in where I'm at. So after that, I went to another open tryout because it was like back to the drawing board. Now that the one market I played in, they not keep taking me back. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't have an agent. Mm -hmm. I'm doing all this on, basically on my own. Um, I had Will Dickinson was kind of like my spokesperson when he had just became an agent. Mm -hmm. um, so he was my spokesperson for the G League and whatever. So, you know, a lot of stuff come down to who your agent is, whatever. So I didn't have an agent and I'm just like, yo, listen, um, I, I feel I was paying my money to go to the Canadian combine. I'm like, yo, you know what I mean? The, the main thing out for me, it was like, yo, I know I'm good. I know I can play. Mm -hmm. So I don't mind investing in myself because mm -hmm. I know I feel like I can make it. So I paid my money to go to the Canadian combine because the mill rats was kind of interested in me at the time. But I was like, yo, listen, I want to go to the big combine. That way all the teams can see me the play. Team. Because right. I remember in the G League, I only worked out for the Red Claws. So when they cut me, a lot of the other teams was like, ah, we we never seen him play. Yeah, we know he made the roster, but we didn't get to see him. So, so that, yeah. that's, you know what? At least if all the teams see me, if I get cut, another team could pick me up. Mm. So I ended up going to the Canadian Combine. First you know, 
10th pick. Don't, don't leave that out. First round, 10th pick. Come on. Bro. Canadian combine, ended up getting drafted in the first round, 10th pick. Mind you, I thought I was going to, to the mill rats the whole time. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know about the London Lightning, even though they were the, the two-time defending champions of the league. Oh, yeah? Yeah, when they drafted me, they were just coming off back-to-back championships. So listen to how the coach – how the coach ended up liking me so much. We playing in the all-star game because only people that you had to make the all-star game to be in the draft. We in the all-star game and it was this dude like six, three, six, four that, that I was guarding and he was coaching that team, but I didn't know who he was. So he's like, yo, come to the mismatch. And so I looked around, dude tried to post. He's like, yo, post him up. You got a mismatch. So I looked around the dude. I said, who got a mismatch? He's not about to score on me in the post. And he like, He's like, what, man, give it to him, give it to him. They gave the dude the ball, I strip him, come down, hit a three. I'm like, bro, he don't got a mismatch. I got a mismatch. <laughs> I'm finna cook him. Like, you, know, this, you know, this me. This how I this how I talk or whatever. So we had to come by, but I'm talking. So the next time they go to the dude, he dribble it off his foot turnover. I come down, hit another three. Another dude come down. They they don't go to him this time. Somebody else missed a shot. I get it. Come down. Hit another three. In a, uh, that's three in a row. Mm. And, so, mm. and then I'm, I'm down talking to the coach. I'm like, yeah, man, you talking about you got a mismatch. You better get him out because he can't guard me. <laughs> I come down, go by him, throw a lob to the big fella. He dunk it. Mm. And so when, when I'm like number 10 pick, so the first round, St. John drafted a seven-foot Canadian. You know, in the league, you got to have, like, at that time, you had to have, like, three or four Canadians. You can't pass on a seven-footer. Yeah, you definitely so can't. I understood why they took the Canadians. I'm like, second round, St. John going to grab me. They're like, yeah, the number 10 pick, the London Lightning select, Raheem Singleton. Like, and I mean, hearing <laughs> your name called, I don't care what draft it is or whatever. Hearing like, your name called to know somebody, you know what I mean? Wanted to use their pick on you, and I mean, you can't that feeling is you can't nothing better than that feeling, man. Other than winning the championship. Now, it's when crazy. they did the draft, would y'all like NBA style, like in a room type joint? Like yeah, y'all I mean, we was we was all in the room. You know what I mean, dressed nice. You know what I mean, like in a like a hotel conference room. It was dope, man. Yeah, they gave you the hat. Yeah. Threw the hat on yeah, you. They gave me the hat. Everything, like you know what I mean, oh, it was. Yeah. That's what's up. Congrats, congrats again. That's what's up. I mean, get the hat. You know I mean, take pictures with the with the with the owners, the team. You know, what I mean, the coach. You know, what I mean, and you tell they tell you like, all right, when you come to the training camp, different stuff. So it, it was dope, man. It, it was a, it was a dope feeling, man, just to to do that. So that's what's up. So now you kind of got your feet acclimated. You know, first round pick or whatever. Now you you playing with the two time defending champs. Yeah. Now, now what what's going on now? Like, do they still got like a strong guard, or they just do they, Man, are they listen, picking you up just to pick listen, you up? The craziest thing was like, first of all, Michael Ray, you know, what I mean, ex NBA dude, he was the coach, man. But like, like they they wasn't playing no games, even with like dudes who got drafted. So like, they brought like twenty five dudes to training camp. They basically they had the whole team. The whole team was basically back that won the championship. Well, with an exception, they had like one and a half staff, like one slot for for a new guy. And they brought in like 12, 12 new dudes. Damn. So like really it was all of us auditioning for one spot, so to speak, but their guard that was there before that helped one that was there winning the championship, mm-hmm. 
And I mean, he came back to training camp with like turf toe or something. So like mm -hmm. he was, you know what I mean? So I was playing, I got to play with like the vets like me, you know what I mean? Because I was cooking, playing well. So mm -hmm. I mean, so dudes, every day you seeing dudes get cut. Every day you seeing dudes going home. Like I know Paul, like it was some of the craziest stuff I witnessed. Like we was all at the hotel and every day you seen hotel getting, like the hotel group getting smaller and smaller. Damn. I'm like, all right, like it came down. So then the dude that was hurt finally came back. And it's for him. Yeah, I got into an argument with the coach or something. So the first day back, he just was like, his coach was like, yeah, I want you to, you know what I mean? You and him to go at it. He the dude that's going. So I'm like, all right, man. So the dude just came, thought like he was about to pick me up full court, 94 feet, first day back. Dude, you just came out of a boot. Yeah, nah, you tripping. So my teammates, I told my teammates for the scrimmage, I said, yo, look, dog, this dude picked me up 94 feet, man. Listen, it's all me. Off. I'm finna score all 15 on this dude. <laughs> disrespectful. And, you know what I mean? So I, I legit, my teammates were like, all right, cool. We gonna let you do your thing. Nah, we, I mean, because they was all vets. And most of them already knew they was already on the team. So they like, nah, you good. Mm -hmm. I cut him and, you know what I mean, ended up, making the team, me and this other kid both made the team, so they cut a vet that had, like, a, a little knee injury or whatever, and he just wasn't playing well through training camp, so they ended up letting him go and keeping me and the other kid. We kept two rookies. Okay. But so for the first two games, I didn't play. Like, I wasn't even dressed. I wasn't on the active roster. They had a Canadian guard that they liked, my man Antweet. Excuse me, that's my guy. And then uh, they had another kid uh, – they had another guard. So, you know I mean, the first two games they played, you know I mean, he was like, look, we still going to pay you. We're going to have you practice, but don't worry. Stuff changed fast. So the first <laughs> two games I didn't play, I swear, I didn't play a minute. So we lost the first two games. Mm -hmm. And Michael Ray just – Michael Ray was a straight shooter. Like, he the type of dude that will tell you, like, hey, all right, your motherfuckers don't, don't, don't want to play. There'll be some new niggas in the mall. Like that's simple, but like you and you don't think he's playing because you'll come to practice and there'd be some new dude over there stretching. You're like, who the hell is that? Well, yeah, that's the new dude that they brought in to see what he can do. Oh damn! You know, we got to the point where we just started being like, "Yo, dog, no new dude. We already comfortable with our team. We ain't letting no new dudes make the team. He right. got to be good that because we we ain't making we making sure he don't look good. If it was a point guard." We all took turns cooking them. Like, nah, you going to cook them. You going to cook them. We all going to cook them. That's what's up. So after the second game, I ended up, he was like, yep, you, hey, young fella, you ready? You going to play. You starting next game. So I went from not even dressing, just traveling and being to right to the starting lineup. Damn. Got in the starting lineup. You know what I mean? We won like, we went on like a four or five, like a six game winning streak. Mm. So now, you know what I mean? It's like. Is looking good. They're like, oh, I went from not playing to starting. And then, you know what I mean? Like I said, just little politics. You know what I mean? Some of the veteran players started getting mad about, like, off-the-court stuff and little dumb stuff. So, like, London, I ain't going for a plan in London. is And the Canadian League playing for the London Lightning is like being in the NBA, bro. Yeah. No matter where you go in, in that town, everybody know you. Like, we be in the mall. Like, people be following us, want to autograph. Like, Get out of here. No random facts. Like, 
They're like, yeah, yeah, since the turnover ratio at you mean was this, you was amongst the top in the nation. Like, yo, they just know stuff that, like, I'd be like, dang, I didn't even know that. Mm, like, that's what's up, though. That got to give you some type of, like, even though it's not the NBA, but still being from the hood and coming from where we come from, to go to another country and kind of and kind of get the same love you get from when you come back home out there. That got that has to give you some type of like feeling on the inside, like that. Like to be able to to be able to play and do something I would do for free. You know what I mean? And get paid to play. You know what I mean? That that right there is a is a great great feeling in itself. You know what I mean? And then just to be able to get the recognition, like. You know what I mean? Walking around in London, like, I mean, how many times it was like times where I'm just there about to buy food and they like, oh, yeah, somebody already paid for you. Like, they said you played for the Lightning and they had it. Like, it was like, damn, like, hold on, what's going on? Like, <laughs> you know I mean? But, like, now it, it's, it's that crazy. But then even, like, I think even, like, all throughout Canada, because, like, then I ended up, so then they ended up not playing me and then I ended up leaving. I mm. left. I left there, so the St. John team, so Will Blaylock was on that team. Mm. So Will had got hurt. He hurt his foot or something. Yeah. So they had, like, a Canadian guard that wasn't playing well. So then – so St. John seen that I was starting and not playing, mm-hmm. and then Will got hurt. So then I went from starting to not playing again, and, like, I wasn't happy about that. So the owner of St. John was like, yo, listen, if they release you, we'll sign you. So I went to the coach, like, yo, listen, man, like, if y'all not going to play me, like, I'm tired of playing, not playing, man. Like, Release me. Just pay me, release me, man, and I'll go home and, you know what I mean, try to figure it out. And the coach, he was like, man, radio, I, I really like you, man. I don't want to do that. But, you know, if you want to go, you know what I mean, I'm going to let you go. I'm like, all right. He paid me. I went home. That next day, I signed with St. John. Hmm. You know what I mean? And then, Did you pay him well or not? Nah? <laughs> Will was hurt the whole time I was there. Oh man! Double uh, A. Now, you know, was this before he was in? The, this was after he was in the NBA, right? So not so his. So I played with Antonio's older brother, Ant Anderson. Okay, he's killer, dog. Yeah, killer, man. But I mean, killer, killer. If Tone, if if Double A was Antonio's side, easy. Easily lead, like yeah. man. <clears throat> Tone got the size and was more of a, I mean, a solid like defender. You know what I mean, whatever. But like double A, automatic bucket, still mm. a bucket to this day. Like you know, walking, 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 thirty, forty points easy. Damn, he just like he got like a Jamal Crawford type game. Yeah, I was about to say his. <laughs> Just like he just get out there and it's just bucket, bucket, bucket. Like, who was that? Um, so you done went to you done played in London, you done played in what you say, Russia, in Canada. I those three, like, what, what was your you really didn't say you went out much, but like, what was nah, like everything that I've ever played was, was definitely Australia. No, I, I ain't get there yet. I got that right there. I ain't get there yet. Australia was the dopest place that I that I played. Yeah, yeah, Australia for sure. Australia is the one place I played that I could be like, I could move there tomorrow and and be perfectly fine with it. Yeah, yeah, I could move to Australia tomorrow and be like, yeah, I'm I'm in Australia, like I'm good. Like that's what's up. 
But what was your favorite thing to do out there when you was playing in Australia? Man, I think for me the the biggest thing I adapted, and I think that's kind of like 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 just any like a lot of foreign countries and different stuff like their way of living. Um, for me, the dopest thing was everybody was working to live, not living to work. Mm. I mean, so it's like no matter whether you went out Monday through Sunday, and it's not only even mean just to the club, like just out on the town. Mm -hmm. It's always packed. Everybody's out, and it's not tourists. It's locals. You know what I mean? Like they just like, yeah, I got to work tomorrow, but like that's not going to stop me from living life tonight. Like, I'm going to enjoy life. Go If I want to go have drinks or I want to go out, go and have dinner with my friends, I'm going to go have dinner with my friends. Like, I'm not going to let work control my life. There's something I have to do because I I need money, but, like, it's not going to be, like, oh, like, here we always, like, man, I can't do this because I got to work tomorrow. I got to – it's like, yeah, I got to work tomorrow. Might, I might have to suck it up, but I'm going to go to – I'm going to go do this, and then I'm going to go to work tomorrow, so. That's what's up. That's what's up. That was yeah. a dope thing for me. I remember I was watching one of your snaps a couple of years back. I want to say it was China where you was in? Yeah, China or Hong Kong. Uh, and Indo I mean, I played in China, Hong Kong, Indonesia. So. We were about to call you International Radio, man. <laughs> international, that's what that's what I'm going to name this, this International Radio. That that's the, that's the topic. I'm writing it right now. International <laughs> Radio. Man, that that no, definitely, man. I've I've always said every anytime we talk about like, oh, I talk about like a pro or someone that's from Boston that's, you know, just been grinding like a straight grinding for the game. I've always I always mention you like I the radio like, yeah. I remember, no, I remember one time you won a chip, you won a championship, right? And it's like we ain't seen you on social media for like a day or two, and then like two days later, you back in the gym working out, lifting, and on a treadmill and doing everything. I'm talking like LeBron stuff, and I was just like, "Damn!" Like here's this dude, just won a championship, still grinding, still like in the gym, mask on, doing what he got to do, and it's just like, like what what gives you that energy to be like, man? I, I just got to keep doing this, like no matter what, like. Man, it's just for me, it's like, you know what I mean? Like, I've always been that guy that nobody was looking for. I was always that dude that, you know, kind of flew under the radar. And even when I started to become good, you know, like even now, I feel like, you know what I mean? A lot of people, you know what I mean? A lot of people don't know my story. A lot of people don't know, like, some of the stuff I told you, there's not a lot of people that know that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Behind the scenes, they just see me and they see me what I allow them to see. No, I mean, but now, now, you're right about that. You're right about that. I don't mean to cut you off because I remember when in that Biv tournament, I was there. Mm. People in the crowd, like, watch radio on the court, and I'm just like, why wouldn't he be on the court? Why yeah. wouldn't he be on the court? You give me a reason why he shouldn't be on the court, and I'm gonna try to back it up and be like, nah, you're wrong, fam. Because it's just like you did the high school thing, you did the college thing. By that, yeah. by that big tournament, you was already a seasoned pro. You done played in yeah. like two or three countries already. You had did your thug thizzle. You done played a little NBA G League. So yeah. why wouldn't you qualify to be I mean, on that? But I just think, dude, like, see, people don't – see, this is what it is, too, and I think this is where a lot of people, people – people.
people want to see people just don't like the fact of my game because I'm not flashy or because I don't you know what I mean and and they don't I'm not what everybody wants to see as far as excitement but at the end of the day I get results and you know what I mean and it's crazy because even when like people compare me to guards that's even like in my era and my age bracket there's not nothing there's not nobody you can compare me to that that wins more than I do you know right. what I mean? So like, I got that we, on my notes. And we can go through and look at all the different stuff from high school to now. None of them dudes have won more than I have. Dudes might get more oohs and ahs, but at the end of the day, I I produce results. And but like dudes don't. I remember one summer, I like I'm talking about. I was torching everybody. No, I remember. About with a chip, I torched everybody one summer, right? And the dudes were kept saying, "Oh, I don't like Radio's game because he posts stuff." What 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 is that? What is me posting up got to do with it? At the end of the day, it's it was strategic. If they can't stop me from posting up, why well, I'm gonna waste energy when I got a guard though? Yeah. If, if they gonna let me post them up, then why why not? You know what I mean? I'm gonna do what it takes to win. But you know what I mean? In a lot of people's mind, it's because they not getting the oohs and eyes that they want. That's not my game. And not saying that. Don't get it twisted because when it's time to, you know what I mean, dance and get whatever. See, for me, I don't showcase all my stuff. If you're going to let me kill you with the basics, I'm going to kill you with the basics. So that way, when you think I can't do the other stuff, and then you see I got a little bag with me. But that, See, that, I, I'm the same way. I might, like I always tell people, I might not never been, nigga, Massachusetts top 100 players, but I know my role. I know what I can do and I know what I can do. I'm just keeping basics. But when it's time to get a little funky with it, it's time to get funky with it. It's time, yeah. it's, 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 it's time to go. And then that's, some people don't, a lot of people don't like that. They'd rather go for a big name than someone that can actually do the job correct. But I think a lot of people too, you know what I mean? And the thing that separates me from a lot of guys that they try to compare me to is that I can play with anybody. It don't matter what the team is, it don't you know, man? It don't matter who's on the team. I'm gonna find a way to be effective, and that you're gonna know that I'm on the floor and help find a way to make it help us win. Excuse me. So, for me, you know, what I mean, that's my my mentality. Like, I can go and I can be on another team with a ball dominant point guard, but still find a way to coexist. And like, I don't need to have a ball in my hand and still be the leader and be the point guard that I am. You know what I mean? So I think that's the difference. I'm the one that I'm the, usually the brains behind the operation. Nah, that's that's definitely true. And um, like I said, man, I started doing. I'm like, man, let me get radio on here. A lot of people don't. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna keep it a hundred, man. I, that's the only way I know how to be. A lot of people don't like radio, and I don't know why, but I think he's one of the best point guards to come out the city. And I think, like I said, it's a double edged sword, man. I mean, I think. A lot of is a lot of reasons why people don't like me. And at the end of the day, if 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 people are supposed to like you, I mean, people is not supposed to like you if you're doing something right. At yeah. the end of the day, I mean, obviously, I'm doing enough that dudes feel some type of way that they they worried about not liking me. You know what I mean? And that's cool because we could we could go at whatever you want, but you can definitely look at. It. I know a lot of dudes' favorite point guards definitely don't got more championships than me. So we can go championship for championship, man. We shoot. Sometimes it's so crazy because I don't like dudes be posting stuff and I don't forgot about some. So I don't want so many championships. I don't forgot about some of them. Like, damn, I did win that. My bad. I, I just forgot about it. 
Nah, that, that, that's a fact. I mean, I wrote a couple down. 07 Boston Globe basketball super team. Uh, junior college, 13 All-American. First team alum, first alum to go. First alum, you main to ever go to the MBDL or NBA or anything like that. No one after you that has played at UMaine has done none of this. No G League, no D League, no that Gatorade League, no draft, nothing. So that that's that's a big right. That's a big for you. Like I said, senior captain of Maine, Dean's list, academics Brown list, captain at Monroe. You led the team to two national rankings. Um, yeah. CAA third team All American. Um, 2010 defender play like I could keep going and going and going and going. It's just crazy that I I knew but I didn't know. Like like yeah. you got game or whatever. Like I remember I played you was once and I played you against played against you in like the hospital league or whatever. Mm-hmm. Took off on the fast break and dunked that shit. I was like, damn, this dude still got it. So I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, damn, he still got it, got it. I'm like, damn, but that's what's up though. But it's just like seeing what you went through and knowing what you went through and now I'm happy that you're a coach now, right? So yeah. seeing how like that principal, like I was just like, man, I don't know nothing about this guy. He, you know what I mean? How he kind of like swept you under the rug. Like as a coach, how do you feel like these new players? Like how, like I don't even know how to get this question out, but you kind of get what I'm trying to get with you. I guess I, I kind of get what you're trying to ask. I mean, for me, because I mean, like, even like right now, like I'm coaching more or less because of the time we in. You know what I mean? I think I still got a lot. I still got a little bit left in the tank, man. And, you know, I'm training and working out myself every day. Uh, I'm probably going to play this season in the States for the, in the TBL, this, uh, this league in the States or whatever. But um, the the main thing for me, and that's kind of like what I, you know, I mean, what you was trying to ask, and like the reason why I'm continuing to play is like mm-hmm. a lot of these kids are getting bigger, stronger, faster, but they don't know the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and so like it's like I'm able to outsmart them. You know what I mean? Yeah. With them, you know what I mean? It became like a popularity contest. A lot of them, it's like about how flashy I can get to do this one thing, or how good a mixtape I can have. You know what I mean? And that's just the time we're in, you know, but trying to get them, a lot of these players to understand, you know, advantage, disadvantage, and, like, getting their mental right is the part that makes the difference. You know what I mean? So, like, a lot of these kids just want to go out there and play and want to dance around and do their thing. But, you know what I mean? You got to be – the level of strategy and being strategic is not there. You know what I mean? Now everything's off of potential and what a person could be where, like, you know what I mean? In our era, like, you had to be that guy right now. They didn't care yeah. about who you could be three years from now. It's like, yeah. now, what have you done for me lately? So, you know what I mean? Trying to get kids to get ready for to be the finished product is, like, you know what I mean? Is like, the main thing I focus on and trying to get them mentally tough to be able to understand, yo, NBA yeah, is cool and whatever, but, like, that NBA is, I mean, watching the NBA right now as a high school, college guy is not going to help you get take that jump from high school to college because it's a level of physicality that when you get to the NBA, you kind of earn that right for somebody not to be able to touch you. They want to see you get your get your number. Yeah. College is like, you got to play. You, gotta, you out there hand-checking, all that, everything goes. 
So that's what I think for me, like, you know what I mean? I'm not as fast as I used to be. I'm not as athletic as I used to be, but you know what I mean? I can shoot the ball. That's not going nowhere. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I'm just smarter than a lot of guys. I'm able to think four possessions ahead when you just on that, you know what I mean? You ain't even thinking on the one possession you got. Word. You know what I mean? I think that's the, that's the biggest difference, man. A lot of these kids just don't, you know what I mean? Don't think about it. They just want to be flashy and, find the most creative way to score two points. So you got the um the, you got the phone call for the G League. You got the, the yeah. call for you main. You got all these phone calls to play over here, play over here, play over here. Yeah. What about that one phone call when they called you and just like, yo, we need you to hold down the city and rep us in this um battle New England. Man, you mean for the for the Michael Bivens? Yeah. I mean for me, man, that was that was dope, man. I mean, just for me, like, I mean, like, I really started, like, hooping, you know what I mean, in the street, in street ball, you know what I mean, in summer tournaments. And, you know what I mean, that's when I started to get the most recognition. You know what I mean? I was that dude that was riding a Razor scooter from Franklin Fair to go play on Mag, go play on Magnolia, Razor scooters in Washington Park, Razor scooter here, playing in all these little nondescript leagues and Razor scooter back to the field, you know what I mean? Just... And, you know what I mean, now dudes, the kids be like, oh, I ain't got no ride. I can't make it. Like, But, like, you know what I mean? I'm just thinking about how much I was just going to hoop just for dudes that give me the recognition just in the city, not mm-hmm. not a national scale. But, you know, when just remember watching, like, you know what I mean, Courtney Eldridge and, you know, those dudes playing it, you know, playing the, in the Biv 10, watching, you know what I mean, Ricky Davis and Delonte West. Like, I remember when they showed up. You know what I mean? And, and Ricky Monty, Davis monkey kick kick Ricky Davis off the foul line and, and when he when it was attack and wouldn't let Ricky Davis shoot the tag and Ricky Davis quit. Like yeah. you know what I mean, this is all stuff. So it's and, like you know and, I mean? he, and he was playing in Air Force Ones, lows. Yeah, and the fresh <laughs> and the fresh jumps, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, mean sure, I remember when, when we went to the Rucker and we played uh the Seattle team, they had Nate Robb, Jamal Crawford, Brandon Roy. This was wailing Brandon Roy's draft year. And they had fucking young Spencer Hawes out of high school when he was athletic, not just a three-point shooter. So, like, you know what I mean? So, for me, you know what I mean, growing up when I first, like, you know what I mean, and really got on the scene with basketball, like, in high school and started being at all the tournaments and just watching all that stuff. You know, once I got the call to to be in it, you know what I mean, in the, like the the year, one of the years before when they won, I think when uh when uh who was coaching that year when the soldiers had the slot, okay, and they beat New York. I remember them calling me for that, but I was in China, so yep. I was in China at that time, so I wasn't home to play. So I let my I told my man John I put my man John Lee on. That went to Northeast. I'm like, yo, John, take my man John Lee put him on the team, you know what I mean? And they ended up winning or whatever. So it was like two years where I couldn't play. One year I was in like Martha's Vineyard on vacation or some shit. <laughs> and just was had to, you know what I mean, did that. But so then now it was like, all right, this is my time to finally play. Like for me, that was like, you know what I mean, my chance to like set my legacy and songs for the city. You know what I mean? Being able to win that. You know what I mean? In the city, in front of everybody, know everybody and their mama out there. You know what I mean? I was me and Stevie ended up getting MVP my, my, our first year playing that year. 
We ended up crazy. You and so, Stevie in the backwards. That's you want to say double that short? But it but it's crazy though, because everybody don't realize, man. Me and Stevie, me and Stevie go way back to like middle school days. We lived, we lived like on like he lived on Kimberma, I lived on Elwin Road. So like his street came into my street. Yeah. Then, so like we used to like me and Stevie made a pact to get good together. Like when we was in middle school at eighth grade, we sat on the bench for like the Dorchester Panthers ninth grade team, and we was like, "Yo, dog, like this this bench shit, like we better than these dudes, but they was bigger than us." Mm-hmm. So we was like, "You know what, dog? We never gonna feel this feeling again." Like we used to go and play basketball in my boys' backyard every day. Every day at the end of the street at my man Alex's crib, me and Stevie, he'll beat me. Then you know what I mean? I'll beat him up. And then, Back at it again the next day. You know what I'm saying? That was just what it was. And then like we ended up, I moved away. He moved, he moved back to like Southie area. I moved back to um back to I moved to like Franklin Field or somewhere else. And you know what I mean? And then, you know, what I mean, we didn't see each other really again until like high school when he was at Southie, I was at Madison. Mm. Excuse me. Then he went to Lawrence Academy. You know what I mean? And then I was going to go to Lawrence Academy, but I then I was say, like, nah, I'm going to go to that prep. I was going to say, I read something that you almost went to Lawrence Academy as well. Yeah, I was going to go to Lawrence Academy, but then um, Notre Dame prep, you know what I mean? It was like everybody was going D1 at Notre Dame prep, I'm not saying that. And it was just kind of me and Stevie was the same year, you know what I mean? So it was like, you know what I mean? I ain't about to go there. You know what I mean? Because they ended up, Stevie, I didn't want to leave Madison. That's what it was. I didn't want to leave Madison. You know what I mean? Stevie jumped on it, went, you know what I mean? And then after that, it was like, I, I was like, I'm going to do a postgrad. Yeah, I was supposed to go to Tilton. Tilton didn't have the money at the time. Notre Dame Prep said I could go there. Went to Notre Dame Prep, was going to go to Notre Dame Prep. And then the coach took the job at Duquesne. The new coach tried to make me play until we had a, uh, we had top 75 camp, mm. top 75 camp in New England. So all the dudes that they were saying was better than me. I cooked them all, finished number one for point guards Who in was that top 75 camp. Drop some names. Who's there with you? Stevie was there. Like, uh, I mean, Alex and Jamal, you know, they was young. They was like a couple grades under us, but they was there. Like, uh, this kid, uh. This kid, uh, Prescott from Connecticut. There was a lot of dudes, like, you know what I mean? And then I remember, because what happened was they had, like, an all-star game where we played against, like, alumni that was there. So they had um, Herb Dixon from mm. uh, from CM that went to Fordham. Because I'll never forget, Stevie was at him. Yeah. He played, so we played, like, all the alumni team. You know what I mean? AG, Jeff Adrian, all them dudes was, came back. Doug Wiggins, like, it was there was some dudes in there like they came back to just hoop against us and I never forget Stevie was at at Herb Dixon like yeah you all right because he was going to URI and, and Herbie was at Fordham so oh, you know that's man. an A10 battle right there so it was it was crazy though that's what's up man that's that's definitely what's up man that's definitely 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 what's up man radio international radio championship raw international radio championship raw man. I don't, I, man, I don't know what to call you, bro. Like, you got so many accolades, and it's just been like people don't people don't know, man. I just I'm just glad that 
you was able to chop it up with me, man. And like I said, man, you on that list with them NBA greats, though. I don't care what anybody says, though. Man, look, like I said, man, make sure you send me a copy of that list, man. I got that you. That way, you know what I mean? I can, I can show my players that, man. Like, look, man, you see this? Nah, but, like, nah, that's that's dope, man. I, I definitely appreciate you having me, man. And, like, you know what I mean? For me, man, it, like I said, it, it's, it's bigger than that. As long as I know. You know what I mean? My worth and know what I, you know what I mean? What I bring to the table. But it's dope for somebody like you, you know what I mean? For, to hear you, you know what I mean? And be able to, to it's, dope, it's always dope to hear it, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think it's another thing. I just don't wear my accolades on my sleeve, you know what I mean? Dudes see me every day get going, grind it out. And, you know what I mean? And, and I'm not sitting here talking about myself, saying how good I am. And, can, you know what I mean? Like I said, that fact you said, I didn't even know that, you know what I mean? But I don't. I don't pay attention to that because for me it's it's tunnel vision, man. Every day I still got to continue to get better, and I, I'm gonna probably be like that until the day I die, man. In terms of just getting better at whatever it is I'm doing, I mean I got that garbage pan mentality, man. I just that's definitely what's up. I mean I think I, I think a lot of us, I mean I know I got that same kind of mentality too up here. So I mean all we gotta do is just stay focused and keep doing what we're doing, man. Um, quick question. Any players on your team we need to look out for? Anybody that's jumping out that you're like, yo, this dude might be it? Man, um, we got this one kid out of out of Oklahoma City. But, I mean, all my guys, man, I, I'm so proud of a lot of the strides they made, man. Um, but we got this one kid, J-Rock, man, Jalen. Man, he's tough. Yeah. Uh, he's from Oklahoma. Uh, he, he's tough, man. He's going – like, we got a lot of sleeper guys, man. A lot of my guys, man, I'm – so proud with the work they put in, man. Cam, Robbie, you know, uh, Ryan, you know what I mean? Like, just my guys are grinders, man. And they, you know what I mean, every day, you know what I mean, they they come to get better, man. The schedule that we got them going through, they go through the gauntlet right now, man. And we be in I a see. lot of games I see. with a lot of teams that we shouldn't. I ain't going to lie to you, man. A lot of teams, we ain't got no big men right now, but – as far as like, you know what I mean? We in games with teams with seven, eight division one prospects. You know what I mean? Like that right there just speaks volumes to the level of work that these kids put in, you know what I mean, to get better. So I mean, every day is just a process of trying to help them get better to reach their goals. But so I think that's for me, that's just dope. Cause like we be playing teams. And it's like we looking at these teams and they looking at us like, oh, we about to cook them and then five-point game, six-point, you know what I mean? We still just trying to figure out how to close game, but they be looking at the end of the game, you know what I mean? The teams respect us. That's that's all I can ask for for a first-year program. Looking up at the clock like, damn, dog, we, we, down, we down six of these guys with two minutes left. Yeah. Man, man, I, mean, I know that feeling. That's, that's a great feeling, man. That That is that is definitely a great feeling to be a coach and to be working hard, working hard, and then to see, like, what you're teaching and implementing is like starting to, to click and you know, all the gears are clicking and everybody's getting on that same page. Like that's yeah. to me, that's probably one of the best feelings. Yeah. No, nah, I mean, like I said, man, just seeing them, you know what I mean? Like seeing them work their butts off, you know what I mean? Like Matias and just all the guys just watching them constantly, you know what I mean? Grind it out to really, you know what I mean? To the best of their ability, you know what I mean? They, outmatching athleticism, outmatching a lot of different areas. But at the end of the day, you know what I mean? And I'm telling them all the stuff that I know, and they just out there, you know what I mean, trying their hardest. And I, you know, at the end of the game, you know what I mean, they be like, yeah, we lost. 
You know what I mean? But, like, shoot, we was in that game, and I feel like we could have won it. You know what I mean? I'm always – you know what I mean? And, and I think that's what that's what it is. It's like we believe we can win. That's half the battle. All right. So I I tell my – because I coach girls, right? So anytime we, like, we've played hard all game, do you believe in a good loss and a bad loss? Yeah, for sure. I mean, because you got to – you know, as a coach, you know when your team's outmatched. Yeah. You know when it's – you know what I mean? It's, it's it's certain stuff that you're like, all right, dog, like, this dude probably he – a little, he a little bit better than – then my guys, like, you know what I mean? You got to give, you can't, you can't not give credit where credit's due. Facts, facts. Some, there's some dudes and sometimes you just come up against some unicorns. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like, you know what I mean? We got, my guys are like, right now, you know what I mean? They're average everyday guys. These are all guys that either played on a, was on a bench on a state championship team mm. or, you know what I mean? Was, was a man on a, a team that was okay. You know what I mean? And, so I mean they they came in with a they came in with a chip on their shoulder because they was under recruited they wanted another chance basically when you go post grad I feel as though it's because you wanted another chance to show yeah. people that you good enough to not be overlooked so now it's just our job to you know get them bigger stronger faster and find out and address for whatever reason they got overlooked and. You know what I mean? Like I said, like these dudes is earning the respect of dudes that's got scholarship offers. At the end of the game, they they looking at dudes like, yo, man, good game. You know what I mean? It ain't that like, man, what a, oh, man, no, we do y'all out. It's like, it's like yo, yo, respect, man, respect. good game. Like, yo, y'all tough. Like, that's what's so. up. Man. That's, that's definitely what's up. That's definitely what's up. Um, Like I said, bro, thank you for coming. Oh, I got to ask one the million dollar question. The million dollar question. How did you get the nickname radio? So, man, my high school coaches is old school, man. Ramsey and, and Coach yeah. Wilson, man. So, Radio Raheem, Spike Lee's first movie, Do the Right Thing. It's, it was Radio Raheem. And then, you know, everybody just heard, started taking it and going crazy, man. It really started to blow up when I went to the playgrounds, man. And you know, I used to be at Washington Park and dudes be on the mic. Reese and all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, radio. What what station you on today? So I could tune in. And I used to be like, you know what I mean? I used to be like, yeah, I'm on my rock and roll shit today. Like, I'm gonna mm-hmm. call somebody and go get a layup. Like, that's why I'm on my rock and roll. Today I'm on some pop shit. I'm just shooting jumpers. Like, I usually just take it and play around. Like, you know what I mean? Little stuff like that. But that's that's kind of like how I used to how I used to go with it, man. Man, man, brother. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it keep doing your thing i will be tapping in and checking on you and y'all season as we about to start our season in like 12 days man i can't wait to kick off our season yeah for sure man i'll be back in the city like the 20th man so i'm gonna try to check something out while i'm out there man definitely try to check out some some hoops man yeah so definitely definitely when you touch down link me um, I'm gonna send you my number. You definitely think I got some. I'll have some merch for you by the time you get back and stuff like that. Yo. Yes, sir. Thank you, man. All right, man. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you having me, man. All right, man. Like I always tell everybody on my way out, get buckets and stay black. All right, you already know. All right. <laughs>